welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook Podcast. I am BJ Charles, your co-host, along with my other co-host, Jonathan Petridis, and lots going on in the sports world. Um, lots. And we've been off the air for a couple extra days. That's feel, on me. It feels weird. Yeah. We, paychecks aren't coming in, so we got to get some money rolling. So <laughs> we're going to do another episode. This episode go. is brought to you by the following 12 sponsors. <laughs> It's brought to you by Cavi, which hasn't been drank in about eight weeks. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah. they pulled me. I didn't drink it for one episode, and they yanked the sponsorship. Man. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works. We should also note that Akbar is not here currently, but will be joining in a very professional manner halfway through the episode, if not earlier. <laughs> that will be fun. That will be odd. We've never had that happen before. Um, but there's a first for everything. We had two guests uh, last episode. That was a first. Um, and yeah, I'm going to touch on that as well as we as yeah. we lead into the topics. Beach, I wanted to do something different this time around and kind of do like a a little quick fire off a couple things that have happened over the past ten days that mm. I don't want to spend an entire time on. So I'll kind of throw the questions at you for oh, one word or one sentence answers. Okay. Uh, but first, you deserve a shout out because last week we talked with Arash and we talked with Dave about the Lakers Golden State playing game. You were the closest in predictions because Dave and Arash said that the Lakers would win by 10 or more, somewhere, maybe even 15. Mm-hmm. I said that <laughs> the Golden State Nuggets, Golden State Warriors would win <laughs> by, they would win by three. And I uh, thought I was close. Technically, they lost by three. So that's a six point swing. You said the Lakers would win by five. So you were absolute ooh. closest because they won by three. So shout it. out to you for that one. Next, um, quick question for you. Do you feel bad for the Leafs? Yes or no? Absolutely not. You know what? Here's the thing, actually. I'm going to clarify. Do I feel bad for the players? Yeah. I'm not never like, yeah, you know, fuck that guy. They they lost. I actually don't hate the Leafs players. There's nobody I hate. I used to hate Tucker. I used to hate Domi, Matt Sandin, uh, Brian McKay. I hated all those guys. I can't really pick a player I dislike on the Leafs. The fans, however, I do not feel bad for them. Any Leafs okay. fan go, can go fuck themselves. Okay. Yep. Um, Jets Canadians, who wins? Jets Canadians. I'm going Jets. Jets are hot right now. Can't pick them. Yeah, but they're also sitting, and the Habs are the definition of hot. They just won three in a row facing elimination, and they don't have any long sitting waiting. I'm not sure when game one is. Beach probably tomorrow night. I'm tomorrow. I would put my money on the Habs strictly on momentum, not on skill, but on momentum. You're coming in. How long have they just been sitting? A week, maybe uh, more. I think yeah, probably like five days or something. We know this. We know this always happens, man. A team sweeps. They sit, talk, 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 talk. Media, media, media. They almost always lose the first game, and what happens? The media just salivates. Oh, you know why the rust? Because they've been sitting there. You know, it's a disadvantage yeah. to win in four straight because you have to sit there and you think and you watch and you over practice. You get out of game, you know, game pace. It's all that bullshit. I think the Habs take game one strictly for that reason. So you don't think they win the series? You just think they take take? I, t- I think they take the first game, and honestly, okay. I think it goes seven, and I think uh, it's a toss up in seven games. You? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think Winnipeg probably takes in like six games. Game one, you're right. I think it will be a little bit tricky, and then I think the I think the Jets are just deeper, better. Uh, well, not better goaltending. Both are playing yeah. really, really. <laughs> you're not no like Carey Price. No both are him, right? playing very well right now. Um, Helen Buck actually has better stats than Carey Price right now. But and they played the they played a team that has killer offense in the right? Oilers. So what's wrong again, with the, I I need to ask you this. What's wrong with the Oilers, Jay? They have so much talent. Continually year after year, they don't get it done in the playoffs. What do you think's going on with them? I don't know, man. Look at the Leafs. They literally have lost the last seven straight elimination games. Right. What's wrong with them? They have the talent this time too. What's happening with the Oilers? I have no clue. I'll be honest. I didn't watch enough of those games. But all I know is that Gretzky has taken a very bizarre job out of nowhere. He's now a panelist for TNT. That's bizarre. Did not very see Very odd. Point. I don't know. I think that could blow up. I don't know. Both contracts. That'll be interesting. Um, another uh, one. Sorry. sorry, really quickly, I want to ask you about was, what did Elise do now? Because there's word that um, they're going to trade one of their top forwards for Seth Jones. That's like the rumor going around to bulk up their, their D-line. But like, do you just blow it up? Do you are you giving up on this core? Like, what's the, what's next release? What Leaf wants to stay aside from Austin Matthews? Like, do you really think that Marner's going to stay? Do you think that Spets is going to stay because he's apparently their best player? <laughs> I someone's going to offer Spetsa money. 
I now. don't think so. Now? Really? Wasn't he one of the highest point getters in that series? He was, but like, he was like, I think he was a healthy scratch for some of the games this year. Like, he was in Yeah, probably lineup. for a money save. I think it was for a money save. Maybe, because he was making, but he was making, I think. 700K. Yeah, he was making 700K. So he was making the league minimum. He will make more than a million playing, a year next year. Playing on I the think. fourth line. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I, man, but he did play well. How he played well. They said he's the real, he's the actual leader in the locker room. That's what they said. Because Matthews or at Tavares is, that a is good super thing? quiet. <laughs> no offense. No, not is a good sign. That's no. Not a good sign. <laughs> I mean, but, you, you got Jake Muzzin, you got John Tavares. Like, I like the thing. Like, those guys are hurt. Runs. Hurt. Yeah. That's I know. the thing. He came I in. I know. Those, both those guys. That also hurt. Like, that was a. Those are some guys that have won some pretty important games in their careers. And to have those guys out of the lineups, that's tough. Props to Spence. For sure. Um, okay, two more two more random one-offs. Sure. Julio Jones apparently mm. could be traded to the Seahawks for a second-round pick. That's he high. is a debatable elite receiver, and if you get him for a second-round pick, you are stealing him. Confirm or deny? Yes and no. Why? Why? I know why, yes, it's a steal, but tell me why that's not a steal. Because he's an aging player, and usually for aging free agent players you usually get like a fourth or a fifth round pick so if it's a second pick a second round pick for an aging player who's been injured a lot who is undoubtedly extremely talented he's just i just don't know if he he's gonna hold up i would if he goes to the seahawks watch the fuck out at least for this one year yeah for sure i mean anywhere he goes there was word about the chiefs there was word about, yeah, like you said, the Seahawks, Dallas. He's, he's only going to go out. to like top eight teams. That's yeah, it. That's, he's trying to no win point. right now. He's trying to win, yeah. Okay, man, last one, and you're going to hate it. I hate <laughs> saying it. Jake Paul versus Tyron no, Woodley. No, 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 no. Okay, I just I'll word want... it this way. I'll word it this way because okay. we, we vowed to never talk about him. Are you excited to see him get his ass kicked? So Woodley came out today and said, I am doing this for the fighting community, for all the boxers, for the – for the ultimate fighting community, ultimate fighting mixed martial arts community, I am going to beat the living fuck out of this guy for everybody. So that is the only part of this that I love. The and I love it, it too. And I hate the fact that we're it. even talking about him. I yes, hate him. I hate he him is so rich off of being an agitator, and that's frustrating. But will you pay to see that fight? Not in a million years. Nor will I. Zero percent chance. Will you check your phone in the morning to make sure he loses? Yes. Will you check a free app to tell you if he loses? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So you will not even pay for an app. Okay. Cool. I Correct. agree. Uh, that was my last one. So like we can jump into topics now. And perfect timing. Uh, Akbar, welcome, welcome. Do you remember? Do you remember how to find the place? I'm sorry. Am I am I in the right chat room here? <laughs> yeah, this is um, uh, what is that roulette thing they have now online? Uh, chat roulette. Welcome to the '90s, though, John. Yes. <laughs> Akbar, yeah, so if you didn't if you didn't know, we we you know we, we started the podcast. Um, it's, a, it's sports related. Talk about different topics. <laughs> just in case, just so you need a reminder. I know it's been about. 17 weeks since Sorry, you guys booked uh, 15 minutes of my time so does it start now like no my, my agents just like texted me some stuff and so whatever you missed you'll be able you'll be editing it afterwards so you can just go back and listen okay. yeah it's hard to really okay. make jokes about your lack of you know productivity your lack of participation when you are uh, the one that makes this actually go live so yeah we take everything back you can come and go you. please buddy we yeah. love you I can see your chinos hanging in the background there. Are you still sitting in a closet? I have not moved yet, so. <laughs> I've been in this closet since we last talked. You Amazing, Akbar. You have, no, I think he has a real office. You, you have, have real now office. no warm-up. You are now being thrown in. You have the first topic. You get, go now. <laughs> I have the first topic. We have a feeling more? we know what it is, so we stayed clear of it. So yeah, go the floor is it. yours. Uh I did not prepare anything, but let's talk about let's talk about Naomi Osaka. Oh, what a good guess we Such have! Such a shocker! Such I am a shocker. so. Hold on, let's take a step to real. Let's just take a chance, take a moment to talk about how shocked we are that that topic just came up. Right now. Akbar, we're teasing you. I'll be honest with you, Akbar. That was my topic. If we had a show last week, that was my topic before they banned her. So I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. In, 
Part of me is annoyed that it's now such a big news story because I was hoping to bring it up before it got big. Because I was going to jump on her her joint her saying I'm not doing a presser because that's all we knew. Last week she came out and said I'm actually not doing pressers at Roland Garros and that I didn't like. So sorry, go ahead and yeah yeah no yes exactly. So so the whole the whole background is uh, for those that don't know it is Naomi Osaka, WTA uh, tennis star. Um, is going through a bit of a mental health check and just said, you know what, uh, press conferences aren't my thing right now. I'm going to just say no to them. I don't want to do them. Um, I'll pay the fine. That's cool. Uh, and then uh, it just to give myself like that that personal space. What she had, she had her own reasons to do so. Um, and apparently she's communicated that prior and separate, like uh, in, in private conversations with the organizers and that kind of stuff. It, it didn't go over well. Uh, not only did it, did it like backfire, all four majors came down with a hammer saying they will default her if this is uh, uh, the behavior that she's choosing to go forward with. A lot of the athletes, which I was shocked by, uh, came out, uh, came forward saying that's really strange for an athlete to go go forward with that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to see what you guys think about that. And then the now uh, what has transpired, uh, which is that uh, she's pulled out to uh, kind of pulled up from the, the entire tournament um, just to, uh, I guess, focus on herself. And she didn't want this to be a whole thing. And it's turned out to be a whole thing. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of this whole scenario that's, that's transpired? I'm going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah, because I, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be uh, brutally honest on this one. OK, um, honestly, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with her stepping away. Uh, we know that mental health is real, and if she's struggling with that, I mean, who's to say that she has to, you know, push through or deal with it? And and it's in her contract. From what I read somewhere, I guess they signed a contract where they have to do press conferences. It's part you know of their what? job. Yeah, it's part of their job. Sure. You know what? My part of my job is to show up every day. But if I'm not feeling well and I'm not in the right headspace. I could take it. I could take a day. I could take two days. I could take a week. And the equivalent of that, Beach, you know what that equivalent is? You don't go to work. Right. And you know what the equivalent of that is to her? Hold, hold you on, don't hold go on. to the tournament. Hold, okay. Let let Beach finish that through, though. Okay. What, what okay. Gonna, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm perfectly. I'm fine with it. Um, I like the fact that she backed out and said, "You guys figure your shit out. I'm I'm going to sit this tournament out and send a message because um, I just don't think it gets enough attention." You know, right? There used to be the stigma where it's like, oh, if you have a mental illness, you're weak-minded, you you you're not tough, and all these things. It's like, no, you're you 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 have issues going on. You're addressing those issues. You're admitting to it. You're seeking help for it, and there's nothing wrong with that. And Jay, but you're you're what you're saying is you're kind of wishing that she said this prior to, or you're okay with her doing so as well. Well, when it first came out, it was I'm just not doing the press conferences. I'm going to participate in the tournament, but I'm not doing the press conference, and that angered me a lot. There was no mental health mention, so it's a different ball game now. But let's go back to before we knew that she had the right to have the tournaments pounce on her and say, "Excuse me, you can't just walk in, get special treatment, play the games, win the money, and not do 33% of your job, which is the worst part, which no player wants to do." The media, you can't just say, "I'm not going to do it." So then she goes, okay, fine. If you really need to know, here's why I'm not doing it. Okay, that part I'm fully on board with. You have a mental health issue. You're not wanting to do a press conference because it gives you anxiety. It makes you break down. Absolutely, get out of there. And don't play in the tournament. So I have no issues with what happened here. I'm just surprised that it had to be so open. I wish they would have kept that under the rug. You know, I wish she had approached the French Open and said, guys... I don't want to do the press conferences, and here are the reasons. And if I was running Roland Garros, I would say, okay, I understand that, but unfortunately, that's a major part of your job, and everyone watches these. They get millions of views on YouTube, especially you being the top woman in the world. It's part of your job. You can't just show up and do 75% of your job as a professional athlete. You have to do it all, or you, or you unfortunately, you can't participate. Let, let me ask you this. If you were to take a vacation uh, and you've already used up your two weeks vacation, but y- your wife wants you to go out for another another week, are you willing to take uh, a, a non-paid vacation week? Yeah. yeah. So what's, what, what's the difference between her saying, I'm willing to pay these fines 
um, even though that's part of my contract, even though it's like that's a part of a stipulation in in my my doing so. But I, there there's also outlined that she can also take a fine and and not have to technically do these press conferences. So she's within her rights to not necessarily have to do that press conference. What's what's kind of the difference there? What my difference is, Akbar, is that guess what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen if she pays an incremental amount of money to not do those? What's going to happen to the top 25 players in the world? None of them are going to do a presser. None of them. Um, Naomi, Naomi, Naomi Osaka didn't do it. I don't need to do it. How much does it cost? 15, 15 grand? Uh, I think it's more than 30 grand. Oh, and how much, do you, how much do you get for winning the first round of a major? It depends. More than double that. I think it's. I'll look it up. Don't do it's more than it's more than that. Wait, you know it's you have to win tennis money. Players, it is more than that. Weren't tennis players complaining about not making enough money like not too long ago? In a major, you win mad money. You win so much money. Even if you yeah, if you get past the first round, yeah. You have even if you get knocked out at the first round. Yeah, really. Even if you qualify yeah. for the tournament, man. Wow. So majors are different, but getting to a major it's is tough. tough. It's tough to getting the yeah. major is tough. Yeah, yes. yeah. getting there is like sure. gravy. Uh, but what, what I'm saying is, and Beach, I'm not sure if you knew that part, but would you not agree that, let's say Serena Williams in her prime is like, you know what? I'm not going to be doing press releases. I'm not going to be doing post-game interviews. You know that every other player is going to be like, well, I'm not going to either. It depends on the reason, though, for me. That's what that's what it is. And They're I think all going to find a reason. And I know mental health is the most legitimate, absolutely for possible. Sure. But it's all going to find a reason. It's the responsibility of Roland Garros to come out and actually investigate and ask questions. Like... Not just but they want to keep it. Wouldn't they want to keep that personal? Like, yeah, um, hey, they please don't reveal it, why. They, they could re, they could keep it hush hush and just be like, Osaka is not going to be doing press presses for for the week or two weeks or however long it is. Right? They could they could have done that. But I, I don't think I, 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 I don't think the, I don't think they did their due diligence and actually looked into the situation. They just said Osaka is not doing pressers. Let's find her, which I don't think is okay. Yeah, because she didn't reveal why, to, to my knowledge, Akbar. But it's their job to ask. It's their job to investigate. It's their job to to do some fact finding and say, okay, well, like, what's going on? What's happening? Isn't this that is next why she finally revealed the reason? I don't know. I I think may I don't know. I don't know that part, Mr. Garros. Mr. Garros, did you find out? No, no. I think she she released that like in tandem to that, that first portion uh, of her not doing pressers. The mental health uh, component was uh, uh, kind of made clear about that. Um, and then um, this second portion uh, w w kind of escalated when all four slams came hounding down on her. I, I just think, I don't think, uh, I don't, I, I wouldn't even think twice that they, they wouldn't even have a, a treated a male player, for example, the likes of a Nadal or a Federer, if they were to come forward saying, I'm having like a depression, anxiety. I don't think I can handle this presser. I'm willing to take these. I, I think it was really bad man like management maybe on both ends. Mm. Um, I'm not mad at Osaka though. Like I, I think I think she's uh, I think she's in her right. I think I, I don't like how everyone is coming down on her really hard. Um, it's just I, it's just really weird and bizarre times with uh, with tennis. I feel like they're old school, mm. really old. <laughs> you old mean this school. is like. France and yeah, uh, Wimbledon. It, those those it guys are shows. old school. Are you kidding? No, it just shows. They're it's so just archaic. Shows like, I know. I know. Exactly. Archaic's the correct word there. And and, and um, it's just disappointing. It's unfortunate. Um, but it's good to see that she was really well supported by the people I guess around her that do matter, like Serena and Venus, Steph and Curry. Uh, yeah, a ton of people came like like just kind of uh, but like by her side to, to cheer her on or just saying that she did the right thing or the right choice and. Um, so it was good to see that aspect of it. It wasn't just the negative. So Akbar, um, why, why does she, but she's fine to play. She just can't speak after. Hey man, I, I don't know. Like that's, that's the thing where, where people and pundits are so quick to judge on her where it's like, well, if you're not ready to play, uh, you can't talk in a uh, press conference. Why are you playing in a tournament? I don't know, man. Like maybe she, she does have like blind, like who, who knows what this person is? Like she, she could do really well in a tournament and then maybe is really anxious in front of people's talking, public speaking. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I, we make jokes about her and I think she genuinely doesn't enjoy doing that. Like she's so introverted. She's so shy. But she has the, like she has the largest voice. Everything she does is well done, well thought out, unselfish. 
Like she donates like crazy. She raises awareness like crazy. That's when the major got a little bit nervous. Like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. You as the one of the most popular, if not the most popular woman in sport in tennis right now, you're going to start to send a, a message here by not doing this. Tell us why. And I think she's like, you know what? Fine. If you really need to know, it's mental health. And they're like, mm. okay, you're kicked out. That's not cool. <laughs> but she admitted herself that she did not approach it the right way. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think so that's good. mishandled on both ends. That's for good. Sure. They well, both know they fucked up. And I mean, Roland Garros is known to be, yeah, uh, we don't give a, a shit. S- didn't, they, didn't they find Serena for wearing a black cat suit and it was to help with circulation or something at, for after pregnancy for blood clots or something like that? Akbar? I think it might have been Wimbledon where she was, wasn't wearing white or, oh, no, no, no. She, I think she was just, I think the black cat suit, they were just, she was getting like ripped apart. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, again, but she's also known to be a fashionista. So they're like, oh, we assume it's her trying to be a show off in fashion. But she's like, actually, Whatever huge performance. happens with having conversations and asking questions. Honestly, Beach, I agree with you, but maybe players don't want to divulge that. That's fine. Maybe not, but at least make an attempt. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they did ask and they're just not answering. Maybe, but I'd like to, for them to actually, I hope they're making an attempt to find out what's it exactly is going on just not you're wearing a black cat suit and you're getting fired oh no you're, you're right absolutely right they banned her her cat suit i forgot about this <laughs> was it non-white that's why no no <clears throat> this was roland garros <clears throat> so i mean it just goes to show you how it wasn't like up to their uh kind of code of of loose attire which is bullshit <laughs> um so yeah i mean no one wears shorter shorts than french people <laughs> so skin showing should not, should not be an issue, but it was, it was a bit of a shock. Like I watch a lot of tennis and I saw that and I was like, Whoa, that is snug. That's very, very snug. But who the fuck cares? Like look at basketball players. They're all, if you take off those jerseys, they're essentially wearing a cat suit under there. They have the leg compressors. They have the arm compressors, which have been proven to do absolutely nothing. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, okay. Just to close this one out. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. You guys probably can attest to this. It might be a, a different subject, so we might not broach it. But like Marshawn Lynch, for example, remember that that whole run that he he didn't mm-hmm. want to talk to the press, and he says no comment, no comment for every answer. I'm only yep. here so I don't get fined. I'm exactly. Only here so I don't get fined. So it's yeah. it's not like it's like unprecedented. Like it's not like it hasn't happened in sports before, right? So for sure, for sure. I, I don't know what the big deal is really. Well, I'm actually not a fan. If I don't, I don't know that. I tried in my head. I was like, "Is that isn't that the same to me?" Be, like Akbar, picture working at an agency. You show up for work, but you don't want to do your timesheets. Your timesheets are the part that you just find you 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 don't you can't handle that part. That part makes you. I'm exaggerating, obviously, but that part makes you um, really sad and gives you whatever triggers her. Again, it's a it's a terrible analogy, but what I'm saying is that okay, show up and you're only going to do seventy five percent of what you need to do. That part I didn't like. So hmm. do you are you in support of the fact that if Serena or let's say let's say um another female tennis player in the top five next year or Wimbledon comes around in June and says, I do not want to do pressers, but I still want to play. As the convener of that tournament, are you saying that's fine? I'm asking why. I'm finding out what's the reason. They say the same thing, mental health. Well, I think they should make an exception for mental health. I ho- I would hope. You have to understand that there will be probably, I think that, I think pressers would give me mental health issues because they hammer you. When you're down, they hammer you. The media wants that sound bite. The media mm-hmm. wants to make you feel bad. The media wants you to cry. So I completely agree and I see it, but we have to anticipate as a convener that this could be more common. And you have to understand that at your major, you may have a small percentage of your big money makers who are not going to speak to the media. Does that yeah, not affect? Right. Does that not affect like coverage of this event? Like Akbar, you're an internet scourer. Like you look for clips, you look for sound bites. You're not going to hear what's happening to Novak. You're not going to know what he's saying about his game. You're not going to know what he's saying about his opponent. He's going silent. I, yeah, I mean, in general, I think eighty percent of press conferences are bullshit anyways like agree I, it's like agree what what's like i mean every single hockey like a half or sec, after the second period what is it first period this is how much I know there's hockey. three periods in hockey yeah. 
So at the fifth period, when they go interview, like the guy after, like, so uh, what did you guys change up there? What do you guys need to do on the second period? And like, oh, we just got to hit the boards, got to get deep, got to like, you know, it's the, it's the same shit every time. I completely like, agree with you. I, but tennis might be a bit different, man. But I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. No, that, that was it. There was just like, I, I don't think there's a lot of content for me in general. Like, I, I just don't see, besides benefits for, for media and journalists to write about as a general fan a lot of information I don't, I don't, I, I'm personally not really So interested. here's the difference, Beach. I feel like I'm taking over on this one. I apologize. But think about it. It's an individual sport. Hockey, they say bullshit because what they did isn't really as impactful as what one tennis player did by themselves on the stage. So when they mm. ask Federer after a quarterfinal loss versus some guy who just finished the second period amongst 28 teammates, big difference in the weight of those words. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Tennis players do sometimes say the same old shit, but yeah, tennis players like are also, they're, they're different, man. We know that. They travel by themselves. They train by themselves. What's a presser in tennis like? Is it like, you know, my forehand wasn't quite there today. Uh, my backhand was, mm, it was okay. About I like six how on every ten. press about conference the is the <laughs> uh, My service uh, just wasn't that great and my volley was, was that's a, off. That's so. what it is. Is no, that what it is? I don't agree with that. Be my, let, my, let, my, let's, my let's serving was off and I don't know why. I, I don't even know what so. that means. What I don't even know. Serving? I don't. My let serving. I don't. Ah, for me, uh, you know, my lead serving was not happening today. So He's tomorrow, my lead serving will be better. Yes, He's good plan. Today, absolutely, absolutely. I was too good today. Unfortunately, I was too good for him today. So <laughs> uh, if we could both I win the match, that. it would be nice. But uh, unfortunately, one winner has to take the game, and uh, today it was me. Fortunately, fortunately, it was me. Uh, so yeah, good topic, Akbar. We saw it coming, uh, uh, and I'm glad you brought it up. In summary. I'll, I'll say my piece. Um, it sucks, but it's it is a major part of what happens at a major. It's a major responsibility as a professional athlete. No players enjoy it. It's part of the job. It sucks that it causes mental health, but you know I'm not sure you can participate it. I'm not sure you should be allowed to participate in a tournament if the shitty part you can just eliminate. You know that's my thought. And and I'll side sort of with Beach where it's sort of I, I think there needs to be a step forward, like these empty platitudes that they were tossing where it's like, we're sorry that this happened. Uh, it was, and they didn't even apologize outright. I think there just needs to be a good foot forward and uh, ensuring like uh, this is a comfortable environment for athletes, um, mentally, physically, wh whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think it's as, as bad of a, a deal as it, as it is, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Akbar, yeah. sorry, sorry, Akbar. Do you Akbar and Beach? Do you watch those on-court interviews after the game that they do at majors? Have you ever not watched after like a yeah. round of sixteen quarter semis when they the game ends? Jim Curry, those ones or whoever are different. It is, those ones yeah. are different. Okay, those but she wouldn't. Have, she wouldn't have done those. I assume. I, I think she would have. I think she. Would okay, have. we don't know that for sure. You're right. So. Those are maybe those are a little bit more lofty, right? Those are a little bit more favorable. They don't want to put you down in front of a crowd, so it's the behind the scenes one where they dig down with the deep. journalists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, Beach. Anyways, no, no. I'll just say um, maybe it's they, they they have to look at it and say you know if they're doing this many interviews, they cut it in half. Who knows? Like there has to be some type of adjustment and resolution to to make it better because again, they don't have the best interest of the players. A lot of sports don't. It's not just tennis, so. Maybe they look at it and say, you know, instead of doing one before the game and after the game or whatever you're doing, you know, one one afterwards or no matter what. Who knows? Something like that. I don't know. But they got to figure out some answers for sure. I agree. I don't think this is going to be the end of it. No. No, she's so, she's yeah. known to, 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 to raise awareness for things like this, that other players have probably wanted to do this for years and didn't have the balls to do it. So she did it. Good for her. For sure. Um, okay. Peace. All right. See you guys. Bye. Okay. Beach, do you want to go next, bud? Uh, sure. Where do I go next? Um, we kind of talked about the least. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go hot. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to go golf. Um, have you guys heard about the Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kapka beach beef at all? No? I'm showing you on my screen. You what does that there, say? Eh? You got Kepka and Bra Bryson. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Akbar, do you know about this? 
Is this the guy that was rolling his eyes on the on camera? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw the clip. I don't know much about it. When, so before he, he describes it, just understand that these are picture the two biggest alpha males that you know to, uh, going at each other. Go ahead, PJ. <laughs> Perfect. So Brooks Kepka is doing a post round interview, um, and mid question, Bryson is literally walking in behind him. I'd say it looked like he was like two feet behind him in the view of the camera with his extremely loud fucking cleats. So you literally heard, like they have boom mics everywhere. So you literally just heard like Brooks was talking and it just totally tuned him out. So Brooks stopped talking, rolled his eyes, and literally was like, I can't deal with this shit. Like, it's just too much, right? And then, so they had to kind of start the interview over and their guy was just like, the guy interviewing was like, you know, this is gonna be great material for for the um for the show and he was just like i really i really don't give a shit like seriously so and like john said they're these are like the two biggest alpha males so my question to you guys is is brooks kepka just a, a dick or is dechambeau just really fucking annoying or is it both what do you guys so think? i'll go first akbar because this might give you some more material they're both straight up assholes <laughs> and we knew that before this you think DeChambeau is an asshole as well oh yeah oh okay. yeah he got caught on mic uh not on mic like loud saying it loud how shitty the bunkers are at mm. um the Arnold Palmer right he's like he, he, the audio was saying oh yeah only at this course of course beautiful bunkers as always sarcastically like you don't disrespect fucking Arnold Palmer like that that's just classic him um, he also tries to hit the ball as far as he can. Like he, it's, it's just so alpha the way he acts Akbar. You can do your research on him right now, probably, but he did it intentionally. You don't walk behind an interview. You're a professional athlete. You know, when interviews are happening, you know, you don't walk behind it. He did it not only intentionally, he made sure to talk. He muttered something and he walked on the gravel part when he could have walked on the grassy part to be as irritating as possible. And Kepka, who was also irritating and also doesn't mind saying whatever's on his mind. He did. He said, fuck, this is annoying me. I wanted to bring this up, Beach, because golf is so fucking happy right now. Oh, yeah. So this. This, is, this is free press. This is immediate, huge lift in fan base. You know what this is going to mean? It's going to mean pairing them up because they oh, yeah. want to, because they For can. Sure. Who's going to watch a tournament where Bryson is teeing off at one? And Kepka's teeing off at three. Maybe let's say fifty thousand people. If they see that Kepka and Bryson are at the same pairing, you're going to see a million people watching. So they're laughing. They're thrilled that two people in golf have a feud, which we haven't seen in I don't know when's the last one. Tiger and Phil, maybe. I'd say probably, yeah. And that was t- almost twenty years ago. I, th- you know, what's going to be, you know, what's going to happen. The U.S. Opens three weeks away. You know that first and second round that they're getting paired up. Like, it's a given. You know it's happening. That might be too... Is that too blatant? They they can set whatever they want, right? Those first two rounds? I'll say they're going to be four in front of each other. So that no. they, like, might meet at the tee box. They, they're within, <laughs> vi- within each other's vision. That's my prediction, so it's subtle. Because, I don't know, maybe you're right. I hope you're right. I think they do it. I think they do it. That's so Akbar, fuck. That's that's Ak- nasty. <laughs> Akbar, what do you think? I know you you probably don't well, watch a ton of golf like I do. I don't think Jay watches much either, but what do you think? But I think you missed the the like the part that was the most disrespectful. So apparently when Kepka was saying he, he found the 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 lie or difficult whatever, the the course difficult to read. Yes. But, oh, what Deshambo muttered something? Yeah, he says maybe you should hit it on the right line. Did he actually uh, say that? That it's a yeah. It's a People it's an like urban legend. Crank up the vault. It's a it's <laughs> yeah. an urban legend. Because I didn't hear that. That's it, like that's that's the internet. That's that. the internet taking over. And he does mutter something. He could be talking to the person he's walking with, or he could be muttering it. I don't know how. You think he's close enough to hear him and to respond in time? Uh, I don't know. People but. people have amplified the audio. Apparently, it's. Apparently it's a thing. I, I can't verify because I can't hear it yet. But uh, if that's that's, true, that's what I read in the comments. I've seen that too, Akbar. And if that's true. Fuck. Do you like that, Akbar? Like, do you like that chirping aspect? 
They both look like uh, d bags. I, I, I don't know. Is, is there one nice guy and one like generally a nice guy? No, and one they're both d bags. Of... They're both d bags. Okay. Yeah. So then they're d bags I... in their own different way, though. Kepka is just brutally honest. He doesn't yep. give a fuck about anything or anyone. Yeah. He's really close with the guys on tour. Like he's great friends with Justin Thomas, Rory, and, and a bunch of the guys. But he's just like, if they ask him at a press conference, like, you know, how you feel before the major, he's like, well, I've won four. The other guys have won like three combined. So, you know, I, I'm the favorite. Like, he's just he's kind like of that. a Michael Jordan mentality. He kind yeah. of talks like Jordan. Very mental. And then Deschambeau is just annoying as fuck. The guy slow plays. He He's like reading the green for seven hours on like an easy putt. <laughs> He's like, he's just Wait, to, annoying. To, to, psych out, to psych out the other players? Who knows? I don't think so. I think he's just slow. And he overanalyzes everything. He tries to crush the ball, which John absolutely hates. John absolutely hates. He's just he, loves, like, he loves that when commentators are watching him. Let's say it's a par three, yeah. 180 yards. He just, and I would probably pull out, let's say, uh, I don't know, 180, I'd probably pull out like a six iron. I'm and he'll pull out a nine iron. <laughs> And every comment you like, have chosen here's driver. <laughs> Ball is in parking. Over lot. overdrive. Um, <laughs> and the the are like, oh, Bryson selected the uh, his nine iron. Yes, that's right. Well, that's his what he hits it, though. That's what he hits it though. Like that's he loves design. that he hits big. He just and everything's looks, big. His clubs are big. Yeah, like <laughs> he looks exact. Okay, so in response to this, Akbar, I'm not sure if you've just pulled this up, but in response to Kepka talking shit, being like, oh, fuck, I can't stand him, essentially. What does Bryson DeChambeau do? He goes to Instagram, and he films himself in a, in a, in a tight shirt, lifting weights, doing bicep curls. <laughs> yeah, he did It is that. the most alpha response possible. Now, honestly, I don't know if that's him being like, oh, let me really psych him out by doing something stupid alpha. Or is that actually how Bryson thinks he should act? Like, is, does he think that's normal? To film himself doing curls. I have no idea. 501. And didn't he tweet something like. <laughs> didn't he tweet something like. Free space in your head. Yeah. yeah. In your head rent free. Rent free. And then Kepka had a comeback. Kepka saw the, the match that was set with Phil Mickelson. Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers and DeChambeau. Yes, yes. And he wrote he wrote to, to Aaron Rodgers saying He wrote sorry, so bro. So sorry, man. So sorry that you gotta be paired up with DeChambeau. <laughs> so like they're going back and forth for sure. I just I don't know. I, I kinda like it, but they're they're both dicks in different ways. They are. I wasn't a big fan of Kepka, uh, but in this situation I do side with him. <laughs> you will side with anybody against DeChambeau. Because <laughs> Kepka just keeps it. Dish him? I, don't know. It, it, I don't know. He's real. He keeps it real. No, he does. Yeah, You're but right. I don't. I don't love his honesty sometimes. Like he he does put other players down when he could oh, just for sure. Yeah. I don't love that. But he, he also I made think. fun of Deshambo. Uh, this is another asshole thing. He basically had a ball in the rough, and he brought a rules official in because there was an ant near <laughs> his ball, <laughs> and he was asking for a free drop, and the rule official was like, "No, you're not getting a free drop." So Kepka later on in the round was like, goes to his caddy. He's like, oh, oh, there's an ant. And the, the caddy was going to look and he's just like, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. And he just hit his ball. Like, <laughs> and they, they caught that on audio? Yeah, they caught that on audio. So like, he's just weird. DeChambeau's a, a, a nerd. He's actually a, a golf nerd. Like he analyzes everything, overly analyzes everything. It's annoying. I think in general, sports loves rivalry, rivalries. So I think it's, it's oh. probably a good thing. Especially uh, all time it's weird having two like bad boys, so to speak, uh, at the same time. Usually, it's only like one one bad guy, one bad guy, one guy is kind of like the the hero in the scenario. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that they both kind of are assholes. But hey, I don't have much at stake in this one. I, they also need it, Jay, because like Tiger's not around right now, right? So I think it's this is so like, perfect for them. It's so paramount for them right now, right? They're so lucky. This is this is great, and I don't think this is staged. I think this is genuine. Like I this think is. So too. Two dudes that really, who can have the, who can pretend to have the largest dick in, in golf. It's, <laughs> it's almost, it's a bit uncomfortable and a bit awkward sometimes the way they try to. They both have tiny dicks. <laughs> no. <laughs> D-bags are known to have extremely large endowments. Akbar, you know that. Same with uh, fast cars. All right. So why don't I jump on to mine? Uh, in summary, sorry, in summary, um, I dislike them both, but I'm favoring Brooks Kepka in this case, and I think it's great for I think it's great for golf. Beach. 
Yeah, they're both dicks, but uh, different dicks. Dicks in different ways. <laughs> really poetic. Okay. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> you love talking about douchebaggery in sports. Nothing makes you more happy. Um, sorry, Akbar, before I go to my final topic, or the final topic, are, do you feel bad for the Leafs? I forgot to ask you. Um, Leafs are probably the reason I stopped watching hockey, no lie. Um, so, no, I don't okay. feel bad for the Leafs. Good answer. Uh, wait, okay. wait, wait. I, I want to hop on that. Do you hate the Leafs or do you hate Leafs fans? Oh, I I, I, I hate all, pretty much all teams fans. I think all teams fans suck. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> except for the Packer fan <laughs> yeah. right there. Um, no, Leafs fans are, are, are generally obnoxious. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, Leafs, uh, yeah, hockey, I don't know. Anyways. Um, okay, one more thing for both of you. I forgot to mention this one. Josh Johnson had a huge historical mark last week. Did you know what it was? No. He was the two millionth person to cross home plate in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Does that warrant a headline? No. No. Why is this even a topic? Why is it even? It's not a topic. Up? It's not a topic. I just brought no, that no, up no, no. Not your topic. Why is this like? Actually, no, let's this... make it a topic. We have ten minutes to finish this off. Why is this? Tell in me the why world? Josh Donaldson scoring the two hundred two millionth run in Major League Baseball is relevant. Are they gonna sit do that in basketball and they're like the one millionth basket's just been scored? Like, who cares? Who's that? tracking this? This is a waste Ugh. of money. I, I think McDonald's is sponsoring it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now served your 500 billionth burger. Imagine um, every every stadium had that running tickometer in the end in the in like home run territory where every time someone crossed the plate you see like the automated thing. <laughs> anyway, stupid stat. I don't know. Like sometimes, no. honestly, don't tell us. We don't care. Uh, okay, uh, tell me, tell me 30 for 30 years from now what it's at. Uh, 30 years. That would probably be like 10 millionth. Yeah, there we go. Um, Last one. NBA is going through a bit of an issue where players are getting shit thrown at them. A fan ran on the ran on the court last night and got unnecessarily tackled at the knees. But fine, hurt him. I don't care if a fan (laughs) runs him in the face. If a fan runs on the court, fair game. Yeah, do whatever you need to do to him for sure. Um but then throwing popcorn. And what's cowardly about this is that they do it on the fans as they're leaving. You know, like, so Russell Westbrook was leaving the court and a fan threw popcorn on him. It's harmless and all that, but the intent is there and the intent is so demeaning that it it, it frustrates me. Then you have players having, I think a water bottle was thrown at Kyrie. Was it Kyrie who had a water bottle thrown? Um, Yeah. And then I, there may or may not have been, oh, uh, Trey Young got spit on by a fan while he was standing on the sidelines, ready to Fucking inbound the ball. Right. A fan spit on his back. Like, okay, here, I'm going to say my piece first, because I think you're going to be agreeing with me. A, the fan should get beaten up, just physically abused. <laughs> B, he should be arrested. Electric chair. And C, he should never be allowed to attend a sporting event in the entire city ever again. Not just that arena, any other sporting event in that city. He can go mm-hmm. to college, whatever. Can't stop that. That's my take. Beach uh, or I, Akbar. I, Let's go Akbar first. Yeah, go Akbar. Go. Uh, I mean, I saw I saw the water bottle dude. Um, I saw that that clip. And I mean, it, it didn't hit him, right? No. It, like, kind but of intent. Him. Intent. Intent. Okay, I, I agree with the whole banning, not only from that stadium, but from all sports. Um, the yeah. dude's getting sued now. I think that's crazy. Um, who's, that's suing, little, who's suing him? Oh, is he, um, I is thought, he suing him? Okay, fine. I, I think he's uh, uh, he's getting charged. 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 For assault. Yeah. Char- yeah, there we go. Charged for assault. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, I think that's if that water bottle's full, Akbar, which we don't know if it was, but if it's full, have you ever had a full water bottle hit you in that? Like that can hurt, and a player if gets it hit, hit you. If it hit you, intent was you to charge? hit. The intent was to hit. What if you shoot at someone but don't hit them? Do you get charged differently? I don't know the laws. You, of the, you do I'm get shooting. charged differently, but you still get charged for intent. You still get charged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Att- it would be attempted murder or attempted assault, if depending on the damage. 
Yep. Man, I, I, you don't throw shit I, at people in general, especially. I, I agree, but I, just, I just think, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. That that finds crazy. That's a little too much. You, for me. you but, skipped I mean, over the, uh, the the physical beatdown. <laughs> Is that intentional or <laughs> to support it? Which one's the physical beatdown? Where he he did, oh, he, he gets tackled. pummeled. They bring him to a room, and mm-hmm. like in Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> it's soundproof. You bring him in. You ask him, "Hey, what did you do? Did you throw a water bottle at somebody?" Oh, because we found that you did. Now you're each gonna you're gonna we're all gonna have a good five minutes to beat you up. Okay, cool. Do you support that? No, no, no. Okay, I do. I'm not, I'm Beach, not, your I'm turn. Not about that. <laughs> but the, the, the spitting I find disgusting. Like the spitting, okay. popcorn, fine, whatever. But spitting's gross. Someone spit on demeaning. you, Akbar, while you're playing tennis. Someone spits on you, and people have spat on me in, in soccer. Okay, okay. So put yourself in that heat of the moment anger. If your teammates run, they hold them and they say, "Akbar, do you want us to beat him up? Do you say yes or do you say no?" I, I don't want. I don't want to go to that extent. I'm, I'm probably the one in his face, but I, I don't want to, I, I, I'm, I'm a different person. Like I, I don't want to physically harm people and that, to that, to that extent. We are, we are not at the same page on that one. <laughs> if someone spit on me on a soccer field, oh. I'm sorry, man, but I would snap. Spitting would snap. Would, spitting is the worst out of all those ones. And yeah, that would be, things would get violent. You know, and here's the thing. You can say, as a fan, you can say whatever you want. Whatever you want. Well, minus racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Like, come on. Like, you can say I'm shitty, I'm soft, You, I fucking suck. You can say a lot of things. There's a lot of things. It would take a lot. Like, you're right, Jay. Racist comment would, would put me over the top. But when you start, like, throwing things, spitting on somebody, you deserve to get your ass fucking kicked. And Akbar, what makes it worse is that sorry they're, they're protected. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Sorry, we gonna say they're they're what? They're they're hiding amongst the fan base. Like it's not one Absolutely. on one in the middle of the street. That's a, that's Correct. a different story. Imagine exactly. Westbrook. Yeah, you okay, would ahead. never if you saw Russell Westbrook walking towards you and you did that, you would never even think about doing that. It wouldn't even cross it's your the mind. coward. It's the cowardice behind it for me. Yes. Sorry, BJ, I interrupted you. What were we gonna say? No, that's okay. That's what I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, if you saw any of these guys. In the fucking street. Even Trey Young, who's not a big guy, but he's he looks fucking crazy. I think he kicked some ass. <laughs> you would not even think about doing that. So seriously, fuck you. And you don't deserve, yeah, you deserve to get charges. You deserve to be brought in a room just like Ocean's Eleven and get the ass kicked. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, get your ass thank kicked you. In. Thank you. Absolutely. We're not promoting injuries here. Like, you're, you've done it to yourself. Hurt. I'm you've promoting... Done- to, to get hurt no murder no 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 like um injuries i would even say but you deserve to get your ass beat just a little bit injure and injure and uh and suspend or ban injure and ban, ban if you want to throw yeah. money in the mix whatever money is probably like the easiest one because they'll just pay them off what, what was that scenario with uh ronald test back in the day when he went to the <laughs> yeah that, that is kind of what i'm asking for here so what happened was someone did something i can't remember what exactly what it was okay, i remember Bede exactly remembers it better happened. okay yeah so he was basically it started on the court he got into it with ben wallace it was detroit versus indiana he got there was like technicals handed out blah 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 while they were sorting it out ron artest decided to be an idiot and lied down on the scores table. While he was lied down on the scores table, someone dropped, like, I don't know if it was a full can of beer or some type of drink or whatever, and it landed from, like, the second level all the way down onto Ron Artest's And it was in chest. Detroit, so he was doing this on the, like, he was the away team, so he was doing it at the home team's, yeah. like, scores table. In Detroit, so, no less. Detroit. Yeah, in Detroit. So when that hit him, he fucking snapped ran into the crowd with Jermaine O'Neal, Steven Jackson, and they just went to blows with any fan that was fucking getting involved. Bare-knuckling fans. <laughs> like, they climbed over people to get to that person and started throwing fists. That would be I the think scariest a shoe came thing off. in the world. I think a that shoe would... came off, and he started using his shoe, like Mike Milbury. I think, did that actually happen? I thought some shoes came off. I thought that was only Mike Milbury. Could be wrong. I'd have to watch that Can you again, imagine Which I'm that? happy to do. If you're that fan, let's just say we like one of us did that, and you see a six. If it was one of us, it would be Akbar. (laughs) I would never throw a shoe or beer. Sorry. You see a six eight, two hundred and fifty pound man running towards you. 
followed by a seven foot, <laughs> 260 pound man running towards, followed by a six nine, 240 pound man running towards you. Who was the third player? It was, it was Steven uh, Jackson. Jermaine O'Neal. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All massive dudes. Like these are, it's not like, again, I'm picking on Trey Young. It's not Trey Young running into the crowd. Like these are massive dudes. Did he, did he land fists on the guy? They did. Oh, yes. <laughs> and were there charges afterwards? Yeah. Oh, there was suspensions. They were the, uh, the biggest suspensions in sports history, I thought. Oh, wow. All it okay. took was a basketball player to literally <laughs> leapfrog into the crowd and bare knuckle a bunch of people. But again, I side with the players. I'm okay 100 with A hundred million percent. Now, okay if he punched it. somebody that didn't do it, then that's trouble. That's unfortunate. Like, imagine unfortunate. sitting in the same row as that dude and being like, oh, you're in so much... <laughs> that would be nasty. That would suck. That would suck. You usually get the right guy because everyone's pointing at it's them. just pointing like, at him. yeah. That's the fucking guy right there. And this was Kick before big social media kicked in. So uh, there wasn't a thousand cameras in the stadium at that time. But they found out who it was and... It was very fun to see. Oh, man. Uh, Talk about karma right away. But, Immediate response. <laughs> that Boston so Bruins like, one is good, too, though, Jay. That Boston Bruins one. Have you heard of this one, one Akbar? No. Um, basically, very similar situation. Bruins Bruins bench goes into the crowd and just start just, like, kicking the shit out of these fans that were throwing stuff at them. And Mike Milbury somehow got a hold of the shoe, and he's in his full hockey equipment. And started taking the shoe and beating somebody with it. <laughs> this feels like sl- a slap shot, the movie. Oh, legit. That's exactly what it was. Like, there were a bunch of players that had, like, no helmets when they were playing. It was it was hilarious. Unreal. Wow. So, I mean, I, I, Akbar, listen, if I'm the convener of that happening in my arena, they're banned from any other sports in that city, and they're getting fined and or beaten, and that's <laughs> it. Be, the beach parts. Beaten's part. I support it. I mean, we're not allowed to do that, unfortunately, the world we live in. Um, but uh, fine, suspension from all So sporting. you say we're not allowed to do that in the world we live in. It's we're not. the exact same thing as pouring a beer on somebody. You're not allowed to do that in the world we live in, I agree, right? but the, the security guard can't pull them into the room and beat the shit out of them. It's... They, they could. We just, like, there has to be a way to not reveal it. <laughs> okay, this is Again, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Did you just watch that movie? No, I don't know why okay. it's in my head. But I don't Watch. know. I just I just don't like seeing uh, athletes get treated like that, man. That's not fucking cool. That really... I agree. It's the I cowardice. Agree. It's, hey, if you want to meet him in the parking lot after the game and throw a beer on him and spit on him, go ahead. Fine. I, I have no issue with that. You. I fucking I, dare you. I have no issue with it. <laughs> but if you want to hide amongst thousands of people and throw it 20 feet to try and hit them and think it's cool, sorry, whatever happens to you, I don't feel bad. And hit them with everything. Don't let them watch a sports game again. I agree. Akbar? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of halfway there with you guys. I'm our two game ban from the stadium and then a, 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 an apology card, and it's fine. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. Lifetime ban. Uh, I agree with that stuff. I mean, I would hope the fans would fucking, you know, or people would come to the athletes' defense and the fans would kind of beat up the other fans or whatever okay. would have okay. you. Okay. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know if I want, like it, if, if, I mean, I guess it also depends on the severity. If someone's spitting on you, then okay, I'll, I'll take your Ocean's Eleven scenario. <laughs> if it's popcorn, I, if, uh, I, have a, I have a tough time siding with that part of the. That's fair. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that. I mean, the intent of the popcorn is, it's just, it's demeaning, but it's not as, quite as, as bad as spitting or pouring a beer It's just because it's light and fluffy. If it was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, because you, you know it's, it's like a pillow fight as opposed to a cinder block or something, right? Yeah. It's just, it, it's just the thought of actually doing that. Like, and yeah. I even have an issue with the fans that like touch players' heads when they walk by in, in, in to the locker room. Like, they're... You can't touch these people. You like you can't just go and touch whoever you want. Okay, what if you're 11 though? What if you're t- 10? Yeah, good you question. You cannot. You can put your hand out for a five. If they touch it, they touch it. But don't start touching people's heads. I didn't like, know that was to... happening. I didn't know that this head oh, touching. Oh yeah, thing. like they touch. They they think they can do whatever they want. Shut the fuck up. Sit in your seat. Cheer. Boo. Swear. I'm fine with that. Do not fucking yeah. touch people. Do not throw shit at people. Do not spit at them. You're a fucking beast. Now, Bede, you're gonna hate me, but. I did touch Patrick Ewing. Wait, can you specify would. where? <laughs> yeah. 
No, it was just. Do I need like a medical diagram? It was his hand, unfortunately, and uh, like you literally did he? Yeah, yeah. High five. I was sitting courtside. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah. That's okay. Yep. That's okay. That's warranted, cool. right? You're putting did, your hand out there. They're making the choice to touch your hand. Okay. Did you do this afterwards, Jay? Because it was so sweaty. My brother goes, "You need to wash your hands because that guy <laughs> probably has a bunch of sexually transmitted diseases." I was like, "That's fucking mean." That's really mean. And another gross story with NBA. You're like, I'm never washing his hand ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, the oh spit and the gum. Uh, uh, Dean caught Steven Jackson's wristband. He threw it in the crowd and my brother caught it. And what did he do immediately? Because he said he's a germaphobe. He found a Doritos bag of chips on the ground in the stadium and put the wristband inside the Dorito bag of chips, brought it home and gave me the Dorito bag of chips with the wristband in it and said, here you go. I'm like, this is that's awesome. <laughs> that's almost worse, is it not? It's worse. Someone has been stuffing their hand, dirty hands in there. Uh, or, or a sweaty wristband where he's probably wiping his face. I don't know. The Doritos. I'll take the Doritos bag. Did you like just turn it upside down in the laundry machine? I or? washed that two, maybe three times. It was, okay. it was just really, it was a gross situation. My brother meant well, but it was a gross situation. I've seen the sweatbands in general. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Beach. No, I was just going to say, I've seen John eat a shawarma, not have any napkins. <laughs> And pull out pages from a magazine to wipe his hands. So That's true. I have. <laughs> wait, wait. Was, was it a black and white? Like, is it that text, like, what, tell me no, the, no, it was glossy. It was a glossy it was, finish. It was, it was glossy. So good news there is there's no smear happening. But unfortunately, the, the actual absorbency was at like 1%. So it just moved. It just, it just, it just moved just the moved food. It. Yeah, it moved the food around. But I feel like two big puddles of shawarma is worse than like, one large, one small one. <laughs> you were incredibly, you know what? I'll give, give you the benefit of the doubt. You were incredibly intoxicated. It was like 2.30 in the morning. It's it's okay. I, I'm, I, I'm assuming fast. it was just you and I, or was there was no other people? Uh, I think Bowie was there. Too. Yeah, Bowie was there for okay. sure. Yeah, I've done yeah. it. I'm not going to deny that I've done that. I've done worse things. I've eaten nachos off of other people's plates. That's <laughs> at other tables. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me clarify that. We were at Nichols where... Lone Star is now years ago, post bar. Someone's walking by with like a half eaten plate of nachos. A waitress, John goes, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take those if that's okay. <laughs> Takes them and proceeds to eat them. No, that I'll clarify. The waiter said, I'm not legally allowed to give you these as oh, they belong that's to that right. table. That's I right. said, Fine, how are we going to do this? And he goes, I don't know what you mean. I said, if you put those down at that table and walk away, I can then grab those, right? And he goes, yeah, I suppose. I said, cool. Are you cool if we do that? He goes, yeah, okay, fine. This is three in the morning. This guy didn't give a shit. You but, tried that hard? Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that pretty clearly. And I, oh I remember God. you eating some with me. No, I did not have a plate. I did not touch those nachos. I, did I didn't not. think I ate them by myself. I must. Mm. I, who knows? Anyway. Who was there that night? We'll have to ask them. Mandy. So. Uh, okay. Maybe. Fast forward. You have ma- you have mouth herpes now, or I got away with that one. I got away okay. with that one. You know that was pre-COVID and safety was at its finest. <laughs> you know what the uh, great thing about this part of the podcast is people have, will not finish this episode, so they're not going to hear this part. So this is the most important okay. part. <laughs> Akbar's still laughing from the shawarma. The shawarma, dude. The shawarma <laughs> is hilarious. If you oh, have it's something that I can picture you doing. <laughs> If you have nothing An entire or a magazine, <laughs> and I'm picturing the, the feeling, uh, the feeling of the gloss on my face, it was bad. It, it was it so just, bad. It made it worse, and it dried up quicker because it's a thinner amount of liquid, so it dried up faster. <laughs> and it just, it was. I was excited oh, to get man. home. How you ever got laid, I'll, I'll never know. Uh, I don't think I did that. that you year. got laid? I don't remember. I, I didn't. I got married. <laughs> And two babies appeared. Yeah. Two babies appeared by mail. One eBay, one Amazon. Okay. Uh, I'm done. I've said my piece. We hit the hour mark in 30 seconds. Akbar Beach, do you want to let Akbar close this one? Yeah. X. Hey, producer, the one who tells us how to close an episode. Go do it. Putting me on the spot here. Well, thanks so much for listening to uh, what uh, what are we called? (laughs) (laughs) Unscripted Playbook. Catch us on uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Unscripted PB, Unscripted Peanut Butter. <laughs> Is that what we're going with these days? Cool, I like it. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, Beej, uh, what's, our, what's our end tag here? 
Uh, it's always Black Lives Matter. I don't think I did last show, so I'm going to say it twice. Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter. Bye. Okay. Peace out. <laughs>